Hey friends, it's Caleb, and it's Tuesday, August 16th. Welcome to The Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker, and global brand publisher. He's founder and executive director of Global Hope India and the CEO of Spirit Media. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Before starting today's episode, Kevin asked me to make sure you've heard about The Writer's Club with Kevin White. Kevin just finished writing his third book in three years. He can help you write your first or next book. The Writer's Club with Kevin White is a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Learn more at spiritmedia.us. That's spiritmedia.us. Today, Kevin is joined by Dr. James Jernigan of Cornerstone Chiropractic in Cary, North Carolina. James is a brother in Christ, friend, and board member for Global Hope India. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and James to today's show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. I am Kevin and this is my co-host, James. How are you, friend? Good, great. As always, uh, whenever I'm with you, I can't help but being in a better place, if that makes sense. Feel feel more grounded, feel more connected, feel more loved and, and cared for. And also, like I told you, you know, last time we met at, at lunch, that every single time I'm with you, you point me to Jesus. You point me into a closer, uh, more intimate relationship with, with God. And the fact that I have a friend and a mentor like you, I'm, I'm forever grateful. Well, likewise, likewise. If you're watching on YouTube, you can actually see us in our conversation. If you're listening wherever podcasts can be heard, thank you so much. Uh, we would love your feedback. Please take time to subscribe, like, and comment during the show. You can also email me at kevin at kevinwhite.us. I would love to know who you are, where you're uh, listening at, and uh, any questions or suggestions you might have. Uh, the last couple of weeks, we really looked at the question, what are you looking for? It's a very practical question. And we started out uh, looking for answers. We, we then began to just talk about looking for intimacy. And we didn't really get finished last week. We had a good conversation. If you missed it, I hope you'll go back and take a look at it. But today, I just really want to look at the cycle of intimacy because there, there is a cycle that we see about, that we see in scripture that God gives us. We all want intimacy and intimacy comes out of humility and gratitude and intimacy produces humility and gratitude and humility and gratitude lead us results in intimacy. And so just imagine a wheel that's spinning down the road. Maybe you've seen a kid that's pushing a tire along and that wheel's just turning and that's the cycle of intimacy that God gives us in scripture. We all want intimacy. We talked about that last week, all created for intimacy. And, and God talks a lot about humility. Why? Why is there so much said? You know, the Bible says, humble yourself before the Lord and in due time, he will lift you up. Why does the Bible concentrate so much on humility? And it even talks to us about how Jesus humbled himself and then about gratitude, about praying with thanksgiving. And the reality is intimacy results in humility. 
and in gratitude. Last week, we talked a little bit about the husband and wife relationship and how sexual expression is just a small fraction of intimacy. But in a healthy relationship between a husband and wife, both of them are practicing humility and both of them are thankful for the other. And that results in intimacy. And that intimacy fuels humility and fuels gratitude, which results in intimacy. And the best response you'll ever have to intimacy with God is humility. And that will lead to gratitude. And humility and gratitude would lead to more intimacy. And we ended the show last week just talking about our intimacy with God. And I want us now to just look at, we're looking for intimacy, but what God would say is then in order to find it, you're going to have to find humility and gratitude because intimacy without humility and gratitude will come to an end. But intimacy with humility and gratitude will continue until there's more intimacy. And it's just that cycle. And I'm just wondering, Dr. James, what do you have to say about that cycle as we're just asking ourselves and everyone in the audience, are we experiencing this cycle? Because that's the gift of God in the area of intimacy. Dr. James, what do you think? I would say that sometimes it may seem, maybe as a listener, you might think, oh my goodness, where do I start? And I would say, well, open your heart. You know, Proverbs 3, 7, and 8 says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. And just two verses before that, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make sure your paths. So I think that it comes really what when, when I think about this, I say, well, what's the easiest way to get into this? Sitting quietly and genuinely asking God for his presence, to be in his presence. Like, like genuinely coming to a, a, maybe a, a fork in the road and you think, well, I've been doing a lot of my life based off of what I think, but I'm going to submit to him. I'm going to, he says, do not be wise in your own eyes. I'm going to take that me knowing everything or me trying to figure out everything and surrendering to this moment and surrendering to a God that loves me, that cares for me, that genuinely wants a deep and personal and intimate relationship with me. He wants this cycle for me more than I want this cycle for me. He wants this cycle for you more than you want this cycle for you. So what I would say, if you're like confused about where to get started, I would say, sit down with your Bible and pray that God would open your eyes, that he would, he would show you more of who he is and how he wants you to live this life. And, and so, and when you read the Bible, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for you to see maybe areas that you are falling short. And that's going to, again, show us or highlight that we don't have it all put together, which I think the mass majority of people know that we don't have it all put together. And, and so then from that, we live in a lot of compensations and, and we try to over try to maybe I'll put it into a different way. We because we know our shortcomings, we overcompensate as for us. And uh and so we overcompensate in areas. But but really it's I feel like this cycle is getting real with yourself and getting real with God. Mm -hmm. How we do that though is we ask, 
we genuinely desire it. And if maybe you're like, man, I just have so many questions about God and I have so many maybe hurts. Like you think that you blamed a lot of areas in your life because of God. And, and I just asked that, well, maybe it wasn't God and maybe there's more to the story. And so what I would say is what, maybe you need a fresh start with God and, and ask him to reveal who he is to you. Maybe it's that you've been trying this thing out your way for a long time and you're and you're ready for this cycle. Man, I do want intimacy with God. I do want more humility and gratitude in my life. And so from that, coming from this pure place of asking, just asking God, being comfortable with the silence and waiting for him. He's waited a long time for you to come to this moment where you want this cycle. And he's definitely going to want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I, I want to share this quote from Pastor Rick Warren. I want us just to break down humility and gratitude just for a moment. Pastor Rick says, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking about yourself less. And that if you really listen to those words, it'll become very simple. So often we're tempted to go into prayer. Prayer is a act of humility. You're humbling yourself before God every time you pray, whether you realize it or not. Prayer is humility. Fasting is humility. Worship is humility. Tithing is humility. And it's tempting at times to go into prayer and to pray, God, I, and then you fill in the blank. God, I need this. God, I need that. And yet humility is not thinking about yourself as much. And so you go to prayer, God, you are so awesome. God, you are, you are holy, 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 holy. God, there is nothing impossible with you. And our prayers about us or our prayers about God, often we are told to remember In scripture, we take communion to remember. I was looking at even the Great Commission earlier, and it was Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And another translation, and is reminding them everything I've said. And we need to be reminded about God. We need to remind ourselves about God. We need to remind one another about God. But how are we going to do that if it's me, 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 all about me? And I, 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 I. And so humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking about yourself less. And then gratitude is simply being thankful. And if we're down in despair over our needs of today, the daily bread that we're waiting on that we need, then we're going to potentially enter into despair and depression because we can get so saturated and absorbed in our needs that we start having emotions of feeling helpless and hopeless. And it, none of us today, me, Dr. James, anyone in the audience is 
experience in a day where we have nothing to be thankful for. And it will change our perspective if we will, instead of whining about what we need, we will become thankful about what we have and what God has already done for us. I live for the longest time, starting every day with a brand new contest of whether God was going to be faithful or not. And it drove me crazy until I realized if God doesn't do anything else for me, he has done way more than I could ever deserve, way more than I could ask for or imagine. And in my book, Audacious Generosity, I talked about giving thanks to God in advance, how God celebrated the cross in the triumphal entry of Jesus Christ. Jesus is heading to the cross and God throws a party. And people are throwing their coats down and their leaves down in front of Jesus and having this parade and people are singing and cheering. And he's going to the cross. And yet God knew what the cross was going to bring enough to party for it, celebrate it before it even happened. And we in our human mind can't even think like that because we're broken. But God is saying, I want to flip your thinking and I want you to begin giving thanks in advance. That will lead you to, to intimacy with God. So are we just praying, God, I hope you'll come through. God, I hope you'll love me. God, I hope you'll help me with my bills. God, I hope you'll help me with my job. Or are we praying, thank you, God. You, you are the provider. You're going to take care of me. I just want to thank you right now. I don't know how my bills are going to get paid this month, but I thank you that you are faithful. God, I'm having problems at, jo at, my, at my job. I don't know how we're going to resolve this, but I just know that you are a God that guides, a God that cares. You have called us to the ministry of reconciliation. I know you're going to get me out of this conflict. Thank you for getting me out of this conflict. That ushers in intimacy with God. Humility, gratitude, result in intimacy. Intimacy, result in humility and gratitude. It's a cycle. Are you living that cycle? I am to the best of my ability. I've watched Dr. James live that cycle. Every time around him, he talks something about he just already did on this episode things that he's thankful for and things that I brought into his life. And then I re reciprocated that back to him. And so we're even as co-hosts, we're humbling ourselves and letting each other talk. And that's bringing a community connection between us. What if I invited Dr. James into today's episode and I never even let him talk? You think he's going to feel connected next week if I didn't even share with him? But there's humility. There's gratitude. He has humility and gratitude. There's a connection there. And if that's true of us, think about God. And so, Dr. James, just bring this down to, to one core action and application here. And he has a perfect segue because I was actually thinking 100% of the patients that come through my office uh, after their first visit, their first, well, their first adjustment, we talk about obviously their health and everybody's unique, right? 
But what every single person gets is a, a pause. And I'll say, after an adjustment, or you don't have to have an adjustment to do this, but after an adjustment, what I'll have you do, because this is a perfect moment, it's almost like a reset, a perfect moment. And then when you leave the office, I'll, I have them walk around the entire building twice. And I call it a gratitude walk. And so what I have them do is they'll take a deep breath in, they'll walk in good posture, and they'll say in their mind, they don't have to say it out loud, but in their mind, they'll say, I'm so happy and grateful for. And I have them pause and take a breath. And whatever comes to your mind in that moment, let it be. Maybe it's your wife, maybe it's the dog, maybe it's your, maybe it's the tree outside, maybe it's the grass, maybe it's opportunity, whatever it is in that moment, breathe and think of that thing. Then now you're in a new moment. I'm so happy and grateful for pause. Whatever comes in this moment now, do that. Because even if it's awkward, and I love it, and, and I'll talk to guys that are in construction, they're they're really like strong, like guys that that don't share emotion. And I ask them to do this on the first visit, and I let them know. I say, even if it's awkward, even if you think it's dumb, even if you think that it's a waste of your time, I ask that you do it. And so a lot of people start off at three times a week in our office, and they're doing three times a week gratitude laps. Call it for five minutes. And what I actually encourage them to do is that do that once a day, at least for about five minutes or so, and do that. And you'll start to see that as you start to do it, even if it's awkward, even if it's, uh, it doesn't seem to flow at all, and you feel like it's dumb, as you start to do it, you start to gain momentum. And as you start to gain momentum, you actually start to feel your heart shift and change. And then pretty soon, you're going to be able to get really good at, in the moment, finding out what you're grateful for. And it might seem like just a little thing, but I ask that if you aren't, haven't been doing something like that, I ask that you do it. And like, like Pastor Kevin said, are you waking up in the morning and saying, oh, I hope you come through, God? Because our words really do matter. If we're proclaiming that we know he's good, if we're proclaiming truth of who he is, those words become the shift of the perspective of how we view our day. And so if we're proclaiming his goodness and we're proclaiming all of the things that he's done in our life and the things that we're grateful for, if we're proclaiming those things, that's way different than asking or hoping or questioning if he will come through. It's almost like if, if you did so many things for somebody, you know, like all of these good things, and historically you're batting 100% of completely helping them and always thinking the best in them and always wanting the best in them. And they, every single time they see you or every single time that they talk to you, they're like questioning your motives. It's trying on you. Now, we don't have to, like, God, there's sufficient grace in that. So, but what I am saying is, as you continually ask and question, if you will, what, I'm, what you're actually doing is building the possibility, it's not true, but the possibility or potential that he won't come through. And even if it's not true and he'll come through because he's come through 100% of the time, even if it's not true because we've focused on a possibility that it could be true that he might not come through, then our brain thinks that that potential is there. Does that make sense? So, and I'm not saying that everything that you ask for that God will do and he'll provide it exactly the way that you want. That's not, that's not what we're talking here. What we are talking about is building momentum in your life 
building consistency in your life and consistent action over time doesn't just add on each other, it multiplies. There's a compounding effect. It, it compounds to the point where now anytime that I sit and I think of what I'm grateful for, I can think of a thousand different things because I've practiced it. And as you practice this cycle, you're going to find that it's going to continue to grow. There's no limit to this cycle and what it can do in your life because what we're really doing is we're, we're driving into a deeper, deeper understanding, deeper intimacy with God. And there's no way that we'll ever be able to comprehend the fullness of who God is, the fullness of his love for us, the fullness of his provision for us, for the fullness of any of the things that he can provide. There's never going to be a day when we found, oh, well, I reached my max of it. So every single day that you do it, you can grow. You're going to continue to expand and it's going to continue to transform your life. It's going to transform the lives of those around you because you're going to be showing up different because you are different because you're growing and you're becoming who God created you to be. Amen. Amen. I want to end with some agreement statements, okay? I want us to agree that we're all looking for intimacy. I want you to also agree that God's response to that is gratitude and humility. And I want us to agree to now put in the practice humility and gratitude every day. It's not just Thanksgiving Day in the USA, but every day we need to wake up ready to be humble and thankful, and watch intimacy soar as a result. We'll see you back next week on The Kevin White Show. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to The Kevin White Show. Don't forget to visit spiritmedia.us for The Writers Club with Kevin White, a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's books, Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point, are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us, worldwide on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, and everywhere books are sold. Your five-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Kevin White International Incorporated, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of prosperity from God. Remembering God's greatest gift is his very own presence made possible through Jesus Christ. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show. Connect with Kevin now at kevinwhite.us. Kevinwhite.us.